What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rideshare Misfit. <sighs> Today's going to be a good one, guys. Today's going to be a good one. Well, a lot of drivers have asked for it over the years. Um, haven't quite figured out that every single time you ask for something, you're going to get something. Uh, but it's going to cost you, uh, just like every it's cost everybody over the years, you remember way back when when passengers used to complain about surge multipliers and they didn't know what what the fare was going to be because they didn't know how to do math and and everything else back when when fares were based on exact mileage and exact time and everything else. You remember those days? I do. Those were some pretty incredible days. Um but riders started complaining. I don't know what 2.7 times the fare means. I didn't realize that it was going to be this much money. Blah, 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 blah. Drivers complaining about not knowing how to do basic 20 fucking percent math and being confused on their earnings. And, 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 and all users were just asking Uber to take action. Well, Uber took action, guys. You had upfront pricing introduced to riders. They no longer had to worry about complicating, multiplying, uh, you know, their fare times 2.7x. They were just shown a very large number up front. Boom. What do you think that that convenience cost the rider? I'll tell you exactly what it cost them. It cost them a much lower fare. Why? Because instead of their fare being based off of the exact mileage, the exact time, the exact route, Uber created its own calculations and said, here, here's the price for your ride. And riders got conditioned to it. They were like, oh, thank you so much. They didn't realize how much they were being fucked. Well, guess what? You fast forward a few more years and Uber is rolling out the same thing because drivers are like, we want to know all the information of the trip up front, blah, 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 blah. You fucking got it, guys. Congratulations. We did it, Joe. We did it. That's that's what I heard when I seen the latest thing that Uber is rolling out with. It's Honestly, low-key, it's, it's fucking genius what, what they do, right? Like, they sit back. And they, they make you think that they're not listening, but they're actually low-key listening. And then they roll out something that's going to massively benefit them, and it's going to give you the illusion that it's benefiting you. It's fucking great. And you might be saying to yourself, what are you talking about, Chris? What's this new thing? Hold on, let me pull it up because I'm not prepared. Let's just throw it out there like that. I'm not prepared. Um, but the good news is the computer's right in front of my face. Here we go. Uber's rolling out upfront fares for drivers. See exactly how much you'll earn and where you'll be going before you accept a trip. If your rider leaves a tip, it'll be added at the end of their ride. And you'll see it on your receipt. Upfront fares include the base fare and surge. The upfront fare will replace time and distance rates. We did it, Joe. We did it. If a rider adds stops or changes their destination, or if the trip length changes, your fare will be updated. 
any changes will be reflected in your trip receipt. Fares getting adjusted. Let's let's dig into it. You'll always see how much you earn before you accept the trip request. The base fare will now vary depending on factors like pickup time, destination of request, and destination of request. Since the base fare varies on factors like pickup time, it replaces the long pickup fee. Congratulations, guys. You fucking did it. We also want to make sure shorter trips are more than are more worth it. Or we want to make sure shorter trips more worth your time. Somebody didn't fucking proofread this. So you'll now earn more than you used to on shorter trips and less than you used to on longer trips. Congratulations, Joe. We did it. We do not expect these changes to affect median earnings in your city, but your earnings may increase or decrease depending on the type of trips you take. See the example below between, uh, or to better understand how this update affects short and long trips. We did it, Joe. We did it. You guys are getting exactly what you asked for. But what you don't realize is that this will 100 million percent benefit Uber more than it will ever benefit you. You ask for so much shit from these companies and you don't realize that every single time you ask for something, it's going to cost you something. Fuck People want to know how Uber is going to become fucking profitable. This is it right here, folks. This is it. Boy, if you thought fucking Uber was making money on upfront rider payments, holy shit. Now, now everything is fucking fixed cost. Everything upfront. They'll be able to fucking play with these numbers. Guys, these fucking companies own the data. They know what you are going to do. Just do a little bit of research into how intelligent artificial intelligence is. And you're going to find out that these tech companies, which yes, Uber is a tech company, is going to leverage the data to get you to do what they want you to do without telling you to do it. They're going to offer incentives. They're going to offer bonuses. They're going to offer elevated upfront fares. When in reality, the elevated upfront fares is basically what you were being paid before. I really, really wished more people brought an independent contractor mindset to this fucking game that we call the gig economy. I really do. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny to have been a part of Rideshare in 2014 and, and now also in 2021 and to watch drivers uh, these days chase carrots like diamond and platinum status. So that they could see how far a trip is going. Man, back in 2014, you know the way, you, you want to know how we, we knew with a rough amount of certainty how much we were going to earn on every single trip? We collected our own data. 
No bullshit. Back in Pensacola, I broke up the Pensacola market into six sections on a sheet of paper. I recorded every single trip that I took. What section of the map it started in, what section of the map it ended in, what time, and on what day of the week it happened. Guess what? After three to four months, I knew roughly with a decent amount of certainty what a trip was going to do before I picked them up. Yes, it's totally legal. Yes, you could do that. As an independent contractor, I felt it was my duty. <laughs> duty. It was my duty to, to myself to collect this information because I'm an independent contractor. In the world, in the world that we live in, independent independent contractors do not get spoon-fed. Being spoon-fed is for employees. Those W-2 folks that earn an hourly or salary wage. In independent contract work, the risk is so much greater than W-2 work. But the reward is also significantly greater. You trade zero security for a ton of upside versus most people in this world trade a ton of upside for security. It's crazy to me to think that drivers are going to look at this and be like, we're winning. I, you know, you, you honestly, you want to know why, you know, they roll these things out besides the fact that they have an obscene amount of data. It's because they, they know what you are willing to do. They know drivers are going to complain and then the same drivers that complain are going to turn around and log back online like a good, obedient person and earn money. It's crazy. You know, one of the things that I, that I choose to do with this channel is I promote individuals taking individual actions to better yourself. Whether that's finding a more suitable revenue generating option or just expanding your purview of what's available to you that you can just throw on the old tool belt. Why? Because whenever you ask these companies to do something, they're only going to do what benefits them. That's the reality of it, guys. Like, this shit ain't all sunshine and fucking rainbows. Uber will always and has always done what's in the best interest of Uber. And Uber alone. Maybe their shareholders, but they even fucked over some of their earlier shareholders. But that's for a whole nother topic. They'll always look out for themselves, guys. They will never come out with a policy that does not directly benefit them. First, I, 
this is honestly, it's when shit like this happens and when upfront pricing came out for passengers, I really, really wished, and I currently wish that I was inside of Uber at like the data analysis level because I would fucking love to see how this is going to benefit Uber. Holy shit. Oh, by the way, I forgot the one last line. And this actually makes sense. And this should should be a tall tale sign to you. A huge sign that this policy is only going to benefit Uber. These changes do not apply to Uber black trips. You want to know why these changes don't don't ha- don't don't apply to Uber black trips? Because Uber Black drivers have commercial have their own commercial insurance policy. They have their own airport permits. They have their own chauffeurs or taxi license. They have their own LLC. They literally have their own business, luxury transportation business, and they use Uber's technology. To fill their schedule. By the way, the low key, that's literally how Uber came about. Uber's pitch to, to, you know, at the very beginning back in 2008 and 2009 was real simple. Hey guys, we know you, you work for these black car services and we recognize that you have downtime in between your scheduled appointments. So just turn on the Uber app, the Uber cab app and and accept you know trip requests whenever whenever you need you know to fill your schedule that's how uber started so it's 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 very interesting and I, I totally see why they can't apply this to uber black trips so if you're an uber black driver you don't have to worry about this bullshit And I'm 99.9% sure Uber Black Drivers contracts never really changed, but I cannot confirm that. So I think that they've always received 28, or Uber's always just received 28% of an Uber Black fare. But I, I could be wrong on that one. But Uber Black Drivers generally make a lot more money. Why do Uber Black Drivers make more money? Because they carry more of the burden. They don't use Uber's commercial liability insurance. They don't use Uber's permit to pick up at the airport. They use their own. You know, I'm, I'm going to leave the bulk of, the, of, of what I'm about to say next to another episode. Um, but if, if you really, really want to make money, right? Like if you really want to do transportation or delivery more profitably, um, or or have the potential for it to be more profitable for you. Use Google. Google is your mother. And Google, how do I start a for hire transportation company in Florida? Or where, you know, whatever state that you happen to reside in. And then go through all the steps. Get your fingerprints taken. Do your, your, your background check, get your, your commercial liability insurance, um, form your LLC, get your city and slash county permits to operate in, um, 
get your airport permits. You know, if you want to pick up and drop off at airports, you have to have permits. And and then carve out a a, a decent uh, marketing budget. I.e., uh, but if you if you do these steps right, you could probably save a good clip of money on marketing. If if you you turned around and invested in a on demand transportation app, uh, evertransit.com. They're a white labeling uh, on demand dispatching service. Uh, they they have apps already created for drivers and riders. And then I, I would turn around and every single Uber passenger, I would say, hey, download my app and you can request me directly. Or for those that want to work together, you, you get a group of people together because uh, Ever Transit's uh, software is not cheap. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe it's too expensive for you. So you get 10 20 drivers together to go in on this LLC, this, this business, if you will, and you split the cost evenly across everybody. And you, you say, Hey, we we've started our, me and 20 other drivers have started our own ride share company. Um, and you know, you'll save money and you'll, you'll have more reliable drivers. You can, there's all kinds of marketing techniques, uh, that you can use to lure riders away from uh, Uber and Lyft. Uber black drivers have been doing it for, what, a decade now? Over a decade. Uber, Uber, Uber black drivers have been lifting passengers off of Uber forever, which is why Uber black has slowly been whittling down to like just the select few cities. Um, but yeah, you, you, you can do that. As, a, as an independent contractor, you, you are free to promote whatever you wish. So if you happen to build your own app, if you happen to have commercial insurance, if you happen to have uh, the the proper permitting to operate a for hire transportation company in your market, you could probably save a great deal of marketing money by simply driving for Uber or Lyft. The one thing that I've, that I've taken advantage of over the past three years that I've had another company or that I built a a marketing agency is I've used Uber and Lyft on Friday and Saturday nights or afternoon slash evenings to market my digital marketing agency to small business owners who happen to use Uber and Lyft to go out at night because you know what ends up happening, right? So do you do this full time? Actually, I I own a, a marketing agency. Oh yeah. Well, what's the name of it? What's the website? Oh, well, you know, I own XYZ uh, Brewery and we've we've been looking into, you know, uh, building our our social media presence. Do you have a card? You have a phone number? Love to talk to you. Boom. Land a new client and get paid to do it at the same exact time. It's fucking beautiful, guys. I'm going to end with this. You're an independent contractor. Start fucking acting like it.